Welcome back to the Joke Show here on the Dion Family Network, episode 100. Century Mark! And we celebrated by recording one day later because we were sad on the last day of the cottage. Right. So, one day late, we're going to do uh, talk about some NHL retirements, the top player in the NBA, uh, mini AFC NFC South preview, uh, the tale of two New Yorks as you're watching the Yankees and Red Sox. I'm trying to get caught up. I already watched the Angels and Yankees from the Monday game, so I'm on the first I game of the doubleheader, and I forgot there are only seven innings, so I might be able to watch both of these before we're done. <laughs> that's that's good expectations. They're also going to do a little sports fan quiz because, you know, there isn't as much going on right now, so there's a lull. <laughs> yeah, we have, we've got some topics to kind of go through our, I guess, our history of sports fandom. I, I just tried to pick some categories yep. that jolted jolted some memories and i hope they do so for everybody else right i wanted to start in the nba because there's not much uh the schedule did come out but also who who really cares about the nba schedule besides there are some like key dates kyle lowry's coming back to toronto in february okay i thought christmas was the only thing that was important for the nba and they have like they have um like the nba finals rematch they have some like Kevin Durant goes back to Golden State, even though I guess maybe he missed that game last year. Some returns. I mean, it's the NBA. They're kind of bouncing around teams a lot. There's not much loyalty when someone returns. Like, one of them was Russell Westbrook returning to Oklahoma City, even though he's been on two teams. This is his third team since leaving Oklahoma City. Wow. Uh, I also think he did play in Oklahoma City at some point, but I... I guess now it's different. Now it's different returns. I, I really don't get it. Uh, the Gold, Golden State Warriors are two out of the three topics I have for the NBA. One of them is that uh, they're expecting Klay Thompson to be back by Christmas for that Christmas Day game against okay. the Phoenix Suns, which a lot of people then got skeptical of that, thinking, okay, if you're going to be that cautious, what's stopping them from keeping him out until the All-Star break? Like, there's no... Like Christmas Day would be cool. It'd be cool for a Clay Thompson return, but then a lot of people turned in turned it into why wouldn't you want him back in Golden State? Because that Christmas Day game, they're going to Phoenix. Okay, gotcha. But it's still a, it, it's it's the NBA's day, which is amazing that they turned Christmas Day into their day. Because there is sometimes Wasn't it football always used to be one game. I think it was like 2009 that they went from like three games to five games. Because now okay. it's just all day long. Yeah. Uh, the Kevin Durant Draymond Green interview. I was really excited to see what they would talk about. I did watch it, and it was pretty underwhelming. It really wasn't as it, well. What do you expect? They're not. You're not going to get any inside information from something like that. The only thing they did talk about that was actually interesting was I don't know. Do you remember uh, Durant's last year in Golden State? They were playing the Clippers. And they kind of like they blew up on the sidelines, like they were full on yelling at right, each other. Yeah. So they did talk about that situation. And Draymond, he's going to be great on TV when he retires. He he's already he's already kind of done it since Golden State hasn't been in the playoffs. Right. But, um, he asked him. He said, "Is that fight the reason you left?" And this was the only insight they really brought. And Durant said, "No, it wasn't that. It was how they handled it." So the Warriors organization went to Draymond and said, "You have to apologize." Wow. For Are they a playoff team this year? Golden State? Yeah. Oh, people think they're going to be a top four seed. Wow. But I think 
I, I'm a big Golden State. I think the last two years I picked them to make the playoffs. Two years ago wasn't wasn't great. I don't know it. No, yeah. it was last year. No, two years ago. Last year they almost made it. Well, yeah, they did make it to the play-in. I guess it's because they got blown out by Brooklyn. I just thought they were going to be really bad. They have they have pieces in place. Like they, to me, they should be a playoff team. But I think they're more of like a five, six seed unless Clay Thompson comes back and is the Clay Thompson of old. At Christmas, though, so you're already a month and a half into the season, and who knows when he's going to be fully up to speed? Because you can practice all you want; it's not going to be the same as being in a game. And he's missed two whole seasons. Right. Uh, my last NBA uh, story, I guess. So, ten NBA executives and scouts vote on a bunch of you know, if you had to pick one guy to start your franchise, yeah. kind of superlatives like that. They voted on best player, and two players got votes. Do you want to guess who those two players are? LeBron? That is a good guess. It is also incorrect. Wow. Kevin Durant and Giannis Antetokounmpo split the 10 votes 5-5. to Wow. Which then, LeBron, to his credit, he uses social media in the right way of just turning it of, oh, everyone thinks I'm going to be terrible. No one thinks I'm good anymore. We all know how great he is, and... I mean, can we really can people be blamed for thinking, okay, he's thirty six now, he's going into year seventeen or eighteen of his yeah, career? Yeah. Never been injured really, so it's not like he's missed seasons or multiple games. Like he missed a few, but nothing No, nothing substantial. No. And I, I get it. You know what? I actually I like this. I like motivated LeBron, especially in this like I, we talked about it a couple episodes ago, this NBA season is going to be so competitive that maybe LeBron does just turn back the clock, which I, I don't think anybody would complain about. There's there's a big three in L.A. Hopefully we actually get to see L.A. L.A. in the playoffs because that's been the last two years of or our, New York, New York or New York slash New Jersey. Though, and those we have these fun rivalries like in. Obviously, you're going to have those regional rivalries, but I'm pretty sure like Golden State and the Lakers is, to me, going to feel more like those Golden State-Cleveland games. Right. Maybe not finals games, but right. they could be competing for a top top four. I know I said Golden State's more of a 5-6 seed, but if Golden State just brings all these pieces and pulls them together and their rookies actually play important minutes, maybe not like closing minutes, but they have the pieces to be a championship contender again fair enough i i just and then of course everybody because we can't have any nba conversation with without somehow turning it into the lebron versus jordan debate which everyone goes you know jordan they would have everyone would have voted for him to be the best player but at 36 was he still playing at would that have been like maybe the last yeah playing for the wizards or something at that point yeah, that was also a cool thing I saw, and it was a 3v3 of young LeBron, Miami LeBron, and LeBron now versus 84 Jordan, 92 Jordan, and uh, 98 Jordan. And then everyone said, and of course, everyone has, everyone just makes their pick. Like, there's no point of arguing because everybody already has their opinion, and right. no one's going to be swayed. That's right. When I went through it, I'm like, okay. I would probably take young Jordan over young LeBron. That middle Miami LeBron versus 92, I guess 92 Jordan or 91 Jordan. Right. That's a fun one. But then the later in their career, 
I would take LeBron. So to me, it's that Miami, Miami LeBron versus I guess prime Jordan, right? Is is the debate, and it's a debate that's fun because at the end, the end of the day, who really cares? LeBron thinks him now would be twenty seven <laughs> year old LeBron, which he's the only person that would talk about something like that. Is there like a computer simulation out there that has been invented where they can actually play each other? I'm I'm sure it's feasible. I'm sure they've got it. I mean technology. I mean they could and play who would win. They could play NBA two K. Well, yes, <laughs> I know. But something like that, right? Something like augmented reality. Yeah. I think a lot of people would pay to see that. Um that's really all I had for the NBA. Unless you want to go through every important game. Do you care about a game that's gonna be on in March? Nope. How about I mean Toronto back in Toronto? That'll be huge. Yeah. It, yeah. It, that probably wasn't a big date for the NBA, though. No, but they are playing Washington, which... It'll be their actually their first game um, in their home country, in their home arena, as champions. Nah, but they would have played the like season... like They would have come back for that first little bit. Like from oh right yeah, they come. Oh, yeah, it was a bubble after. Yeah, after, but still, I mean, it's going to feel like a championship atmosphere. They're gonna have a full arena if they're allowed. They're gonna have as many people as possible, and it's gonna be rocking. I kind of wish. I know this sounds mean to Washington, but I kind of wish they picked a better team, like a better, like even just a better rival. Like if it was opening night and it's. I don't know. I feel like Boston's always just the team that the Raptors are always always in a battle with. Yeah, but the NBA doesn't look at the Raptors as a selling feature. That's why. Do you remember everyone freaking out for the Raptors' first game? Do you remember who they played after they were champions for their first game? No. The Zion Williamson-less oh. New Orleans Pelicans. Right, right. That was the opening game of the NBA season without Zion. And everyone's right. like, ah, this game's going to suck. I'm pretty sure the Pelicans won, but uh, to the NHL where we have a couple of retirements, including Henrik Lundqvist, 15 years in yeah. the NHL. and We talked about him, right? We were wondering where he was going to go. And but. the end of his career, I'm surprised we didn't see a one-day contract with the Rangers because yeah. he never yeah. played anywhere else in the NHL. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to play for Washington, right. but he'll be a lifelong Ranger and... It was pretty funny that uh, Roberto Luongo first congratulated him and then said, hey, we should start a podcast because it's 2021 and everybody does podcasts. Who yeah. who wouldn't want to see Luongo and Henrik Lundqvist? And he, it was like two two goalie goats that never won a cup. And then I thought, that made me think, oh, my God, they were both so close to winning a Stanley Cup. Yeah. And that was like maybe one day we'll be talking about Carey Price in that same realm of they all had their shot. I mean – Lundqvist lost, I think, in game six overtime or game five overtime against the Kings. Yeah. Luongo made it to game seven against Boston. Yep. Maybe history-wise, Price did make it. I guess him and Lundqvist both made it to game five, but uh, I, I hope that podcast happens. They, I, I can guarantee they probably have thousands of listeners just in theory. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, another retirement after 51 years. As the Buffalo Sabres announcer. Oh, no. Rick Jenneret, this will be his last season. Oh, so he's going to do a one swan yeah. song. I'll one one more season. More game, games of Buffalo. <laughs> Too bad they're going to be so bad. It's all right. It's going to. 
I feel like it's a not a, not time because it's it's his choice. But that was kind of even like Vince Scully when Vince Scully retired. It was yeah. kind of like, I mean, yeah, you've been doing this for a while and you kind of deserve some retirement. But that's just kind of what those guys do. Like that yeah. to them isn't isn't really a job. You no, can it's hear a hobby. Yeah, you can hear how much fun a Vince Scully or Rick Jenner right? Even like Doc Emmerich. That made me sad when I'm like, yeah. oh, he retired like in the bubble. Right. I don't even think he did the Stanley Cup final that year. I think no. it was Kenny Albert. Yeah. Like, and then he was just gone. Yeah. Uh, and same with Marv. Yeah, Albert. Marv Albert. <laughs> that was oh. lots. There have been quite a few. Yeah. And, like, the iconic voices of, honestly, maybe not both of our childhoods, but, like, definitely mine. Like, Marv Albert, yeah. that one, like, I was, like, every, every documentary about the NBA in the 80s or 90s always included Marv Albert yeah, in some respect. For sure. He was always doing those Jordan games. Um, I guess worst news for Buffalo because that's really sad. Jenneret's retiring and number one overall pick Owen Power is going back to Michigan. And and you've got to be sad if you're playing college hockey because also the number three and number five picks are also going back to Michigan. Which... I think the other two kind of make sense. Maddie, yeah, yeah. Maddie Beniers, yeah. I'm surprised. Power. I, 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 I'm surprised. Like, is that? Well, obviously, it, he's under Buffalo, so they must have decided. Yeah, let's. One, one, we're one we're going to be bad, so let's not bring you up in a losing atmosphere. I, I'm disappointed because he's he dominated the men's the men's world championship. Like, I know they weren't all the top players there, but you know he was doing well. Is is he going to play in the World Juniors this year? Like, he should yeah. be their captain. Yeah, he will, yeah. Unless the Michigan coach wants him to keep playing, which wouldn't surprise me. That's kind of a... If they're on an undefeated season or something, that'll be interesting. Well, because then it'll be, okay, well, are you... Because they have two, because um, Beneers is American, but Kent Johnson, he's Canadian. Right. So they got two Canadians on that team. Uh, a story that is somehow less important than two retirements and kids going back to school but the arizona coyotes might not have a home yeah hello quebec are you listening kansas city houston there's places out there and gary's gotta let it go right like that's gotta be the lot he's gotta be just shaking his head going okay enough look at let's move them like how much effort gary bettman tried to keep them there and you know what? They, they don't deserve it. No. They still have a desert team, at least. Like, at least they have Vegas. But it just it hasn't worked in Arizona. It hasn't really worked. On and off the ice. Anywhere. <laughs> right? We've already talked about them. I'm embarrassed if you're a Coyotes fan listening because you take on contracts. You don't try to win. You're just trying to... You're, you're, you're the nerd. You're just trying to fit in with the cool kids, and it just isn't working. No. So is Quebec really? Is that your pick? Is that where you yeah. want to see them go? Yeah, they're ready. They get a new rink. My only, my only thing with that is then they have to figure out they have to move one of the East teams west because yeah. they, well, then it's Detroit. It's either Detroit or Columbus, and we already moved east because <laughs> why? Why would they have? You know what? Wouldn't you prefer to move west? It's it's you had a better chance there. Uh, but then they'd have to go to the Central. and the cent- If they went to the Pacific Division, I wouldn't be that upset. I saw odds for the Atlantic Division, just to sidetrack completely. Buffalo had better odds to win the division than Detroit did. Really? That made me... I guess just because they have Eichel. Right. 
But that's not that whoever whoever did that. I'm I would not bet on the Red Wings because it was like plus fifteen thousand. But people need to figure out Detroit isn't that bad. Nope. Although they did buy buy out Franz Nielsen. They did, eh? It's the last year of his contract. I really yeah, just let him play. Yeah, I really did not get that. I'm honestly, he'll probably go back to like the Islanders. Signed for isn't that the only two teams he's played for? Yeah, back and forth. Yeah, that was that was a bad contract signing. I tried to pretend it was okay. I I also don't I don't get buying out the last year. Like, what does that? Now you're gonna pay him for a few extra years, right? And then you could trade him at the deadline, unless he's got a no trade clause. I don't know. I don't think anybody would trade for him. I think they would have to re- retain because I think he makes like five million a year. So they would have to retain. And the but the Red Wings don't care about salary cap. They're not close to that. No. Uh, what else? Oh, Asad Matthews, he he just he sucked in every Leafs fan because I think we also it also answered a question of is any player going to say anything during the Amazon Prime series? You said no, I'm now on board with you no because Matthews in an interview because he's on the cover of the new NHL game. Right. He said that despite all this losing, he still believes in this team and all all the losing is going to make the winning that much sweeter, which just that just sucked every Leaf fan back in. Yeah, that's your leader now. I mean, he's not the captain, but he's a leader of the team, and that's sure. just. I, I was interested to see what it was. I thought it would maybe be like a five-game win streak to start the season, but instead, it's the off season, and it's the words, and it's, it's they're gonna get sucked in. They're gonna get their heart broken again. I just I want to know what it's gonna be this year. For our NHL prediction, I was just gonna say we'll have to predict how the Leafs are gonna lose. It's got it's always a new way. Yeah. What what's it gonna be this year? I feel like it would have to be like they miss the playoffs. I'm I'm their general manager breaks his leg in a falling down the stairs and can't make a trade at the deadline, and the guy that we're gonna get goes to another team and they win the Stanley Cup. Wow, that was very specific. I was I just gonna, I was, just, I was something that hasn't happened. Yeah, I was gonna say they missed the playoffs on like the last day of the season, but they have already done that. Oh yes, I've seen that live I, on a couple of occasions. Wait, really? Like more? I was gonna yes. say because I remember the one when they lost to the Islanders, or oh. no, wait, they lost to the Devils because it was their backup, right? And the Islanders made the playoffs. Yeah, with and Wade Dublowitz. Also, when they were in the West. Uh, they lost in the last game, the last minute. Um, I think it was 86. Um, it wasn't Ally Afraidy. It was another defenseman that get just, he was like a Murphy. They just were all over him. Anyway, that some guy came, he was coming out of his own zone. Some guy lifted his stick from behind, took the puck, went the other way, scored, and that was it. Leaf season over. Wow. Yeah, it must suck to be a Leafs fan. Great for us, though. We could just laugh at them. Uh, all right. That's all I got for NHL. Gonna swiftly go to the MLB. The Orioles. How many times have we talked about Orioles and uh, double-digit losing streaks? Because I'm gonna say it's at least twice. Really? Because they've lost 15 straight. It might be wow. more I, now. I, and we said we don't think they're the worst last-place team because of the four teams ahead of them are. Like, all at least, well, except for the Jays now, but, I mean, they were all 10 games over 500. Yeah, they were all at least contending for playoff spots. Yeah. But, yeah, they're they're really bad. I, I, I feel bad bringing it up as just them being bad, but 15 straight games and you're not the Arizona Diamondbacks, it's not that much of an excuse. Or the Detroit Tigers, who actually have been actually pretty good this year. I thought they would have been, like, 110, 112. 
losses this year. They won't be anywhere close to that. It was actually a real good game last night watching uh, the Tigers and Jays. Jays two on, nobody out, and and can't score. That's what this team was supposed to be, but also George Springer on the injured list oh, again. Oh, boy. What, did he trip on a garbage can? <laughs> no, yeah, I think he actually tripped in the outfield, though. <laughs> um. Uh, Shohei Otani in his last start because it's what Shohei Otani does. Eight eight innings pitched and hit his 40th home run of this year. I know everybody loves Vladdy. Is there a chance Otani can win not just the MVP but also the Cy Young? Yeah, that's tough. I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like he's almost a shoe in now to win the MVP even though the Angels yeah. aren't going to touch the playoffs. Yeah, I almost think he wins the MVP based on he should be the Cy Young winner as well, but I don't know if Major League Baseball wants to give him both, right? Yeah. Unless he had like a 23 and 4 record like just dominating his record his record isn't great. His yeah. other numbers are good though. Right. Yeah, he's he's pitching on a bad team, right? So he has uh, Mike Trout syndrome. Yeah, exactly. And just because Mike Trout isn't there. If those two played together at a high level, how would the Angels still miss the playoffs? Because they would figure yeah. it out. Yeah, for sure they, they should. And I also love every every offseason we have to figure out who's our next. Well, if the Angels get this pitcher, they're going to be good. Because last year it was, <laughs> well, if they get Trevor Bauer, okay, yeah. he goes to the yeah. Dodgers. Okay, if they get Garrett Cole, right. this offseason it's going to be Max Scherzer. They're gonna say, well, you know, if they sign Max Scherzer, they're they're gonna be set. They're they, gonna re- they signed him like two years too late. Yeah, they they're also gonna uh, they're gonna try to reunite Washington. Maybe they'll bring Trey Turner in. They the Angels should make moves, but they're they they the owner likes to spend money. It's weird, <laughs> but they just can't get the right pieces. They, yeah, in. they can't figure it out. Uh, so the tale of two New Yorks. You're watching one of them right now. The New York Mets owner, Steve Cohen, called out his players saying, how could a team basically this talented not hit well? And this Mets season has gone down the drain pretty much in the last week or two. Yeah. And now it's just, it, it's over. It's, they were in first place like three podcasts ago. <laughs> and now, Like in a, in a mediocre division where, again, we talked about it. You win five, you're in first. You lose five, you're in fourth. Yeah. They're... They're probably going to finish third, but if you make that move for Javi Baez, who I know he got hurt and Francisco Lindor is hurt. DeGrom. Yeah, DeGrom, DeGrom, he's probably not coming back this year, especially because they're not in the race. They'd rather wait to next year. And they'll have, like, if they made this trade and then Javi Baez goes and signs somewhere else, that that's a disaster. This Like, this poor Mets team, they should be in the playoffs. For sure. And now it's the Braves and the Phillies battling it out, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's two good teams. But it's funny because remember you were making fun of the Braves. What are they doing making trades at the deadline? Like they're not even close to being in it. But again, that was my argument: is it's a mediocre division. So it goes to show you, it's probably pretty mediocre. Yeah. If Atlanta doesn't have their superstar and still wins the division, I don't think that's a bad thing on Acuna. I think it's the rest of the division. Yeah. I, although. Jorge Soler, I think, is a good baseball player. I just didn't think he would make that much of an of an impact. And Acuna now will fall into the uh, the Ewing theory of is him being out taking, I guess, pressure. It, it would it should be putting more pressure on your teammates, but it seems like they've almost rallied around not having him in the lineup. Yeah. 
Yankees update. I guess I can't really do much of a Yankees update as you're watching it, but um, I guess all I could really say is that it's 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 looking really good. What do we, what do you at right now? Four it's three. Four three. Bottom of the fifth. They've just taken the lead, and the Red Sox look like the three clowns out there. Oh, and they're gonna score some more here. Five. Oh, and they're being clowns again out there. Oh. Yeah. This this Yankee season. Again, it's the, the roller coaster. So, oh, and it continues, right? We're going back up or down. I don't know. What I don't even know which way is up and which <laughs> way is down. I don't know. I I'll, I'll give that away that it's it's up, it's up, and it's up because yeah. this this team has figured it out beyond this. I feel like this drama between Luke Voigt and Anthony Rizzo is just is just Luke Voigt because he's upset at the team for getting another first baseman. Yeah. And then we have Velasquez come in, and who's from the Bronx? Like, what a great story that is! And like, yeah, like all of a sudden, this, the roster is like totally different than from day one. Yeah, right. Like, it's not even the same first baseman, not the same shortstops, not the same left fielder, not the same center fielder. <laughs> yeah, they just they have these pieces in place that it's almost. I would never say too many because that's... No, you can never have, but they got more than enough, right? If one guy's not working, they've got other guys they can throw in there. It's, yeah, it's scary, actually, how deep they are right now. Like, so Sanchez, Agashioka, they'll probably still, by the end of the season, unless Gary Sanchez really goes crazy, like, he's just not going to be... Like, no one's ever going to feel solid about Gary Sanchez. No. No well, matter how well he hits. He's going to be, to me, he's a 212 hitter who can hit 30 home runs. Yeah. And then you'll have the Voight Rizzo. That'll be that'll be a conversation all year long. Like, going into the playoffs, how, like, if the Yankees are in this one-game wild card, how do you make those kind of choices? Well, the advantage you have right there, just what you said, is you've got a right and a left-handed hitter at first base. I, I, I'm assuming Rizzo's the better first baseman defensively yeah. as well. So you've got lots of options there if you're Aaron Boone. Yeah, and then the middle infield, you have three guys, but two of them have separated themselves, and it's Andrew, right? Andrew Velasquez? No? Mm. Sorry. Andrew Wait, Velasquez? It, it looked like it was going to uh, be a home run. Uh, yeah, he's the shortstop. But, yeah, you got to think. So they got Gio, who's been their most solid player all year. Yeah. Other than Judge, yeah, right, but all year, and then yeah, you've got these. You got Odor, who's just you. You gotta <laughs> like him, right? Yeah. He's just that guy that that keeps the Yankees upbeat, I yeah. guess, and and on the yeah, and then yeah, you've got uh, um, DJ who is starting to come into his own now. He's starting to hit a little bit better, and you got a couple of first basemen there, and Glaber, Glaber, who hasn't played well. Uh, but you know he can turn it around, and he's uh, and he's always been a big playoff performer. And even Tyler Wade, he's like hitting two seventy. Like what's where, what's going? He, I'm sure they're gonna test him to see what's going on because there's I, I've never seen him hit barely over two hundred. He got the first two RBIs in this game. Wow. And then yeah, the outfield you could kind of it it feels like a bit more of a mess because you have Judge. Judge will yep. Judge will always be there. Yeah. Then it feels like you have this rotation. So. Gardner, I guess, is sticking it out in center for now. Like, is he? Yeah, I actually even like the other guy they had there. I guess they sent him back down. Uh, Florio? No, 
the other guy. The he other, was good too. I was gonna say the other. Who's the other uh, other guy? Twenty two. He was a shorter guy. Oh, um, had lots of speed though. Lefty bat. The guy they got from Arizona, right? No, that's another guy. What? <laughs> wow, this is no. This guy's another rookie that uh, played center field for the Yankees. I can't think of his name. But yeah, right. it, it goes on and on. Like it's true, they have so much stuff. Like the the uh, he was speedy, but you're right. The Arizona guy was speedy too. Okay, I'm looking it up now because we're, um, I guess not on the roster. Yeah, now. he's probably back down in AAA because I haven't seen him or Floreal. Flor, he played at the same time that Floreal did. Because they called they called, they called both of them, but Flore, I think Floreal got is, called up again. Like he's back again, right? But this other guy, he I don't know, played eight or nine. I liked him. He was he was you know not a home run hitter, but he's was hitting singles. Oh, this is amazing that we like can. No, I was gonna say Chris Ionetta, but he's a catcher. Yeah. No. Oh God. I have to yeah. Look. They even catchers. They even had a third catcher, right? Because of COVID going on, there was another catcher in there for the Yankees as well. Oh my God! How many people have worn the number twenty-two? No. This is. Uh, it's not even like organized by year. No. It's. You know who he is because you said oh, his name. Oh. Uh, Greg Allen. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I like them. But again, the depth is, there's too much depth, unfortunately. He's probably going to get his starting job in Arizona. Damn. <laughs> we're at, Arizona. We're really bashing on that city yeah, I was as gonna a say, whole. Not eh? even just, eh, at least the Cardinals are going to. Yeah. Well, they beat the Cowboys by a field goal there in their exhibition game at home. So that's something to be that's hang a, your hat on. It's positive as you have a terrible baseball team and are probably losing your hockey team. Yeah. Hey, they got the Phoenix Suns. They made the finals. Got some, there's some positives there. Um, I think that's all. Uh, NFL, I love, I forgot about joint practices because of, there was no offseason last year. Right. But these teams, like, actually, they really go hard against each other. The Giants and Browns. With no pads? <laughs> actually, the Giants and Browns had a joint practice. Sterling Shepard and I think it's Troy Hill. They actually fought. Like, they're. I didn't see the video, but there's pictures of them like actually throwing punches at each other. Well, you know what happens among teammates, so yeah, that wouldn't surprise me in a joint practice. Um, then everyone, it's also the fun part about the NFL offseason that we already talked about, where uh, everybody's amazing, everyone's going to be a Super Bowl contender, and then game one of the season, and we see who's actually good and not. But Apparently, a bunch of Raiders reporters started talking about how Hunter Renfro was making plays on Jalen Ramsey in a Rams-Raiders joint practice, and Ramsey had to clarify and say, he had one good catch on me. Like, how how in this joint practice, how do you care that much? Right. And uh, was another one I saw. Derwin James uh, was covering George Kittle, and at the goal line jumped the route interception and ran it the other way like ran it for a pick six wow. in a joint practice like it seems like there's these rivalries in these joint practices because i remember before even deandre hopkins and d'angelo hall back in i have to say back in the day but they were at a joint practice and they were talking talking all this nonsense and hopkins made this crazy move and i'm pretty sure d'angelo hall like blew out to like his knee or his achilles mm. And it was so embarrassing because he was just he was talking. Oh, Hopkins, I'm gonna I'm gonna lock you down. And he made this like one move, and whatever happened, he definitely got injured. But it was still embarrassing. Uh, 
Tennessee, Tampa, like I just I never remember these joint practices having rivalries. Like Bruce Arians is talking about how amazing Antonio Brown was and the Titans code Rabel's coming back of like it's joint practices, who cares? Like right. it's these rivalries and I don't even know if these teams are gonna play. I saw Calvin Ridley um catch a touchdown on your old Cowboys cornerback that went to Miami, uh Jones, Byron Jones. Okay. He made a nice move on him. It's just it it's really funny how much how we miss a year of these training camps and it seems like the guys seem more competitive. I feel like week one this year is going to be better than week one last year. Why, just, do, why do they have joint practices? I, I don't understand. Because it's not concept. even teams that that's playing. I think it's just uh, because you're always playing against your own teammates. I think it's to see oh, something see. different. Gotcha. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, are you ready for the quote of the year from Andy Dalton? Oh, boy. Andy Dalton was asked about Justin Fields. You know, Fields had a good first preseason game. They're actually playing their second one now against Buffalo. And Mitch Trubisky started for the Bills and led a first first drive touchdown Eesh. in Chicago. It was great. Um, so Dalton was asked about Justin Fields. And, you know, he said he's going to have a great career. He's a very talented player. But he said, it's my time right now. It's Andy Dalton time, oh, according boy. to him. He's going right. to he's going to start week 1, isn't he? Who? Dalton. Dalton is going to start week 1 for the Bears. I would think so. That's the way you do it. And then just if he if plays he, himself out of it? Yeah, then you bring Fields in. Oh, that's so bad. Like Justin Fields is such a talented quarterback and by I'm going to say week 4, he's going to be their starter and we're all going to say, "Ah, we really we really thought Dalton was going to be the starter. At least we were on it that he sh- he should not be the starter. Justin Fields yeah, should well, be the starter a solid for the Bears." backup, but solid backup when you have a good number one quarterback yeah but the bears don't have that they and they committed from the start they signed dalton said he's gonna be the starter they draft justin fields he's gonna be the starter they've at least committed to andy dalton being their starter but he's like the bears want to make the playoffs don't they i I don't think is andy dalton really leading them to the playoffs we saw with the cowboys he wasn't terrible but he's not bringing them to the playoffs yeah yeah uh Jamal Adams signed a four-year, $70 million contract extension with Seattle, which really confused me because I just I don't think he's the same player anymore. Like, right. J- Jamal Adams in his prime with the Jets was yeah. a scary player. Right. And he even was going to reclassify, instead of a safety, he was going to classify himself as a linebacker in order to get more money. And then the Seahawks just give him this extension. I was sure Seattle isn't going to be rebuilding by next year. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. I don't think Russ is coming back after this year. I know no. he's probably under contract, but he's going to want out. He's going to want out, yeah. Then why Why do you – I guess just to have have at least marketable players. But yeah. I don't even think Seattle's – like, they'll probably compete for a playoff spot, but they're probably still, at best, the third best team in their division, yeah. and it's they're probably fourth. Yeah. Like, it's, it's between them and, them and Arizona. Right. Still, that's – that contract did not make sense. Um, so we did the mini AFC-NFC East preview. Now we've got the AFC-NFC South preview. And uh, you've you've read up to what? Uh, I read th- I'm through the NFC East. Okay. So the NFC South, though, I know more about just because it's Atlanta, and I pay attention to them more. Uh, I'll yeah. just mention one trend that I, I realized reading the magazine. The Raiders must have a totally different team because it seems like everybody on the Raiders is with somebody else. <laughs> yeah. 
Like every time I read, oh, from the Raiders. This guy. From the Raiders. This guy went. He's from the Raiders. Yeah, especially because they destroyed, they tore apart their offensive line that I didn't think was bad last year. And, and, and yeah, you're right. And then the other thing was Green Bay didn't pick up anyone. They're the only team in the league that they're they're walking on eggshells around their quarterback. So we're not even going to contemplate picking anyone up right now. But that that was the magazine was written a bit ago because even in it, Julio, have, Julio Jones isn't right. on the Titans. Right, yeah, yeah. The Packers did did pick someone up, and I'm sure you're going to love to hear that they have Randall Cobb. Oh, oh yeah, he can't, went back to Green Bay. That was their, you know what, Aaron's mad at us. We got to make a move to make him right, happy. get him. Yeah, Let's bring get, his friend back. Let's bring back Randall Cobb. Uh, so in the AFC, Tennessee, the far and away favorite, minus 120. They got Julio Jones. Their defense should be better. Because you were a big Titan. The Titans were your team yeah, last yeah, year. Yeah, like I'm, I am high on them again this year because they're going to be a division winner. Like If they don't win that division, there's something wrong. Someone must have gotten hurt if yeah. they don't win that division. But even if someone gets hurt, I still think they're better than the other three teams. Yeah, it really, it really isn't that close. Uh, Indies in second plus 180. I'm assume- With no quarterback. I, I feel like we're assuming Carson Wentz comes back and Quentin Nelson, but what when, form? Right, and they haven't had any training camp. So like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Jacksonville plus five fifty. I think Jacksonville is my favorite team in this division. Well, I'm gonna watch a few Jacksonville games for sure. Right, we're gonna be. Wa- I'm sure they're gonna be on TV. It right, where want- they weren't last year at all. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I'm a. I'm a believer. I think he's gonna win the job. I think he's gonna win the starting job. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> until Blake Bortles comes back. That would be great. That would be the best Jacksonville Jaguar move ever. Yeah, to bring him back as like the holder. Uh, Houston plus 2100. I feel like everyone assumes it's, uh, Terod Taylor starting. Like, yes. are we, are we sure it's not Deshaun Watson? No, he's going to be either in jail or not playing for anybody. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of fair. It, if it's, it's dysfunctional, I tell you, they went from a contender to dysfunctional very quickly. Cause we were talking about they're with Watson. They were kind of a few moves away. And yeah. then in the last two years, they trade DeAndre Hopkins, they release JJ Watt, yeah. both of whom end up in Arizona, but it's just it's really it's this has got to be the worst Sad. division in football, right? I for sure. For sure. Other than the NFC East. They're they're close. They're just they're more consistently evenly all bad. Yeah. Where at least in the AFC, what's that one called? South. South. At least you know Tennessee. If they get to a Super Bowl, you wouldn't be surprised. No. Any of true. the other seven teams, you'd be like, "What? Trevor Lawrence? Was, was there a COVID outbreak and everyone else couldn't play?" Yeah, that's actually that's a good. So if we're ranking, I mean, we're just gonna do this offhand. If we're ranking the AFC South and NFC East teams, Tennessee is one. Yeah. Washington. Or Dallas, Washington, Dallas Washington are probably two or three. Dallas, but again, they would be at best. A, it's almost like um, like uh, four lines in hockey. Yeah, right. Like they would be like a third line center. Yeah, those guys. Mm-hmm. But yeah, at best, but one of them has to win the division. Yeah, is is Indy? Indy's better than Philly, right? Yes, is, yes. Indy's better than I, Indy would win the NFC East. Yeah. Okay. Is Jacksonville better than Philly? Good question. Did they play each other this year? Um, we get to find out. <laughs> that would be Houston is definitely the worst out of that bunch because, like, yeah, Jacksonville and yeah. the Giants, Jacksonville and the Eagles, those are I I would say they're at about the same level. 
Yeah. Yeah, like like Jacksonville, ha- I don't know. I, I would say they have the coaching. Yeah. Um, NFC South, Tampa Bay once again, runaway, f- or maybe not once again, but they are the runaway favorites, minus 200. Yeah, everyone's back on offense. That's unheard of, right? So, yeah, and yeah, how are you going to bet against Tom Brady? Very fair. Uh, New Orleans is second, plus 350. Again, I, th- I th- uh, boy, I've, I forgot about this division too. Like again, I told you, there's only to me there's like eight to ten teams in the league this year that are good. Like, do did everyone forget Drew Brees retired? Yeah, and he like, wasn't really that good last year. It, and does anyone remember New Orleans barely beat Denver, who didn't have a quarterback? Yeah, that remember is true. that yeah. game? The, they the, have a quarterback, and they like they beat him twenty-one nothing or something. But still, like yeah. that's close. That's a close game if you don't have a NFL caliber quarterback now and now you don't even have a quarterback on your team yeah really well james james is a quarterback is he a good one Mm. he's gonna be uh he's gonna have his own 30 for 30 special on espn oh 30 interceptions 30 touchdowns that was a great year do it again i was gonna say i think the i think go for 40 40 40 for 40 (laughs) um atlanta carolina both plus 900 is is everyone sure New Orleans isn't finishing last? Like, are they might? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Like, maybe we're just too down on them. But Drew Brees has kind of just been their anchor for so long that, sure, I think it was last year that they went five and zero without him. Or no, wait, that was two years ago they went five and zero without him because yeah. I don't think Drew Brees was in the game against Tampa when they got when they got killed on Sunday night. Right. That's just it's not the same team. Drew no. Drew Brees is no. it there and he's been yeah. there anchor for, for sure a decade He's the leader for sure atlanta i'm i'm feeling better i feel like kyle pitts is just i'm just gonna hope he's the savior and he's he is julio jones i mean you watched him last year i think he is i it's too bad they didn't have both but i think they they feel their other wide receiver calvin ridley is is your number one guy you can step right in now i think i think atlanta finishes second in that division oh, i like that I, I i don't know if i'm that bold to say that but because i kind of like carolina i know i talked about sam darnold and pj walker i just think if darnold isn't good you go to pj walker and it's at least more dynamic to your offense but at least darnold has a better team around him than he did in new york that's all gonna come down to how often you get the ball to mccaffrey and does he stay healthy yeah he got hurt for various reasons last year yeah and because he gets the ball so much yeah i was gonna say and he is their entire offense for sure they could finish second in this division and it would have to be oh mccaffrey had a thousand receiving and rushing exactly yeah he's like an mvp caliber season for them to be anywhere close so we're just we're just are we writing in pen tampa bay wins this division yeah it's a battle for those other three teams to try finish second and also i don't think any of them make the playoffs i love the falcons but and even the panthers are frisky but you just yeah those two divisions there tampa bay and and tennessee tennessee are you got six games right off the top out of 17 that are winnable for you yeah um all right that's well, that's even it for football. All right, we got our sports fan quiz. So I sent you, I sent you a list of yes. jo- kind of jogging memories. I guess. Oh, are you gonna? Yep. I think you can actually leave the Yankee game on. There's like a button you can press. I'm pretty oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, notes. Let's do some technology here. Uh, that, okay. and then you can look through your notes, and you can still watch the Yankee game. There we go. So, Perfect. Uh, 
I'm going to have you, because I put the categories in order that I wanted you to write them in. So yep. I want to hear, because I put them in a different order in my in my notes. So I want to hear what order I put them in sending it to you. So what's first? Um, best uh, jersey of all time. Ooh, okay. So this one, I'm going to just say that I cheated and I put down a few. Okay. Did, I, you, did I, you just pick one? I just, uh, off the top of my head, I thought of one, but I, I, I'm sure there's more. Right, like I started thinking, okay, yeah, I could have put a couple more, but Chicago Blackhawks, Chicago Blackhawks, yeah, yes. and they just it's they've always stuck to it, yeah, yeah, and it's not they have the beautiful crest, but then they've got like um, oh the shoulder pads, pads as well, which is awesome, and the color coordination, I just think it's awesome. Um, I do like the one I thought of uh, that I thought you were gonna say would be the San Francisco Forty ers although you don't like them, they still have very nice jerseys. Yeah. Really? 49ers? Yeah. Oh. No. Um, I did some more. Uh, see, this is the funny thing is I wanted to say recent teams, but then I thought, well, if your jerseys are good, that just means you're recreating jerseys that were good in the past. Right. So th- the first one I thought of was the LA Chargers when they went back to the powder. The powder. Yeah. Yeah. I really like those. Yeah. Uh, the Rangers, they brought back the Statue of Liberty jerseys this year. Those are really nice. Yeah, those are nice. Yeah. San Diego Padres. Yeah, nice yeah I went back to the yeah, their old school colors. And then I, I also put down the Miami Heat, but the specifically the Miami Vice jerseys they had because they had the blue, they had the pink, and they had, they had the, the color, black. The one that, was, oh, that was, went from white to blue to pink. Yeah, that was. I know you hated those. Those are terrible. Every other Miami Vice jersey, they were great. So those are those are some jerseys that came into my head. What's our next category? Favorite quotes. Uh, see, I I brought up the one that I loved, and I'm the recent one has to be Nikita Kucherov when he's talking about the Montreal Canadiens. Are you kidding me? They they want they celebrated like they won the Stanley Cup. That one, or I also discovered the Patrick Waugh Jeremy Roenick beef, where Roenick's talking about oh. Waz got to find his jock strap somewhere in the United Center. And then Patrick, just in his most French way possible, is like, I can't really hear Jeremy when he speaks because I got my two Stanley Cup ring plugging my ear. Yeah. It's great. Great quotes. What do you got? All right. I'm going to go with Herb Brooks, USA. Tonight's your time, or yeah. whatever he says. I mean, that's a really long speech, but yeah. it is really right. That's basically from it. And the other one I just thought of when we're up here um, was Bob Cole's rant with the Flyers in Russia. <laughs> They're going home. Can you believe it? They're going home. In '72, we stayed. We stayed in '72. Like he went. On. It was so good. It was so. I, I'm. I'm sure he didn't get in trouble. He'd probably get in trouble now. Yeah. But back then, it was like, because the Flyers were like Canada, right? Like, they were all Canadians on the Flyers. Yeah. So, that wasn't a big deal. And again, if you ever watched that hit, it, it wasn't dirty by any by any standards. Uh, and I'm talking about the Broad Street bully standards, like cross checks to the head. And it wasn't like that. It was just a solid bo- body check, right? And. Yeah, the Russians just weren't used to that kind of stuff, and I just loved. I'll never forget that uh, watching that in nineteen January nineteen seventy six. I think it was January sixth uh, in the afternoon. It was an afternoon game. Wow, uh, that made me think of the Esposito when during the Summit series when he went oh, on it, his another rant. great rant. Absolutely, that that was we're, unbelievable. It's yep. like we're out here trying. Come yep. on, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he he turned the tide. That was the beginning. Of the change that, you know, 
Canada got on board with that team. When did when did Bobby Clark try to impale uh, Harlamov? Or, he didn't impale him. He broke his ankle. That yeah. was during that series. During the seventy two series. Yep. He swung. He swung at his ankle. Yeah. He, he and, purposely was. Well, I don't know if he's trying to break his ankle, but again, he's part of the Broad Street bullies, so that's the kind of stuff they do, right? Yeah. So, and again, it, 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 yeah, you think it was mean in internet in the NHL? This is like Canada versus Russia. This is like for all the marbles, right? Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I'm not proud of it, but I'm just telling you <laughs> that's, that's how did. intense it was. Like he would do anything to win. A good, a good piece to that team. Because he kind of he he knows on that team he's not a superstar, right? Exactly. Yeah, he wasn't. He was just starting to come into his own then, right? He's still a young kid. He was drafted in '69. It's '72. I'm surprised he made the team. <laughs> That's to pretty be young. With you. Yeah. Uh, what's our next category? Uh, next one was uh, favorite favorite coaches slash managers, uh, all time, and it's we have to say all time now because he's on TV. John Tortorella. He's one of those any any quote you could find. I forgot how much he got, how much he caught people uh, with their phones ringing, right? And how mad he, he got. Yeah, he hated that. Yeah, and even I gotta it, miss that. Yeah, who's the coach of Columbus now? Uh, we already talked about this. He's yeah. an assistant coach, Brad yeah. Larson. Brad he Larson used to play. I guess probably. Sounds uh, familiar. Torts and like. There, we could honestly do a whole podcast on John Tortorella. Just bringing up his name made me think of how much he hated uh, Brooksy, the writer in New York, and he always called him out. Yeah, he, he tried to when he was in Vancouver. He tried to like fight his way into the Calgary dressing room. Right, and he coached this long because he won a Stanley Cup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he had that pedigree, even though yep. 15, 16 years later, yeah. just not the same game anymore. No, exactly. So that was that was my all time. Who, what coaches or managers came up in your? I get a few. Uh, Fred Shiro for the Flyers. He kind of really invented, like he invented the assistant coach that didn't exist before. And um, yeah, he had quite a few different things that are still happen in hockey today that didn't happen back then. Um, I got Pat Quinn. And Brian Burke, uh, and it be, and really it was. I always liked Brian Burke, but I loved him after I read his book. It just put it over the top for me. He had so much good information in there that, but he loved Pat Quinn, and because of the information he gave me, again, I'm not trying to be biased because again, he was a Flyers head coach during the 35 game unbeaten season. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and and you know, yeah, he did a, he did a lot of good. Let's just put it that way. And uh, I'd also have to go with Joe, Joe Torrey of the Yankees. Again, Mr. Cool, Calm, right? Like the total opposite of torts. Yeah. Right? I don't think I – I don't remember him ever getting ejected from a game or raising his voice. He was always drinking a hot tea and just sitting back with his legs crossed, making decisions. It was always just the – And still is, right? Yeah. As a major league – Executive? Executive now? now, yeah. The coach I thought of now was Sean McDermott with the Bills. I just love the culture change that he brought because he was a, I think he was a coordinator in Carolina. He's brought a lot of Carolina guys to Buffalo, but also it just seems like a team that found their franchise quarterback, but also just seems like a team that the city of Buffalo loves. Right. Yeah. Like the, yeah, for sure. I think the coach was there first. So that he brought in the foundation. I don't disagree with you at all. And then, yeah, you they got lucky getting uh, their franchise 
quarterback who's going to be there forever now. And yeah, now they're going to be good again. You know, and hopefully they can bring home a Super Bowl because Buffalo deserves it. <laughs> they, do. they really do. Any other coaches? Um, no, 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 no. That's kind of that's kind of all I had there. I I could I was thinking Billy Martin because he was pretty interesting guy. Like how do, how do you get fired? I don't even know how many times it was from the Yankees. Four times. That's a lot, right? Like you should get fired. Sometimes you get fired twice. Yeah, at the most. Then yeah. that's it, right? Um, yeah, those are the only two I had. Uh, what's our next category? Uh, favorite celebrations. Uh, this one I had to I had to narrow this down because I had quite a lot. The LeBron oh, yeah. chalk toss I've always loved that. Okay. Um, Tim Anderson doing anything. I know he hit that walk off against the Yankees, but he's yeah. the most emphatic bat flipper where he doesn't toss his bat; he throws it with some emphasis. So even more than Bautista when Odor hit him in the right. Yeah. After the that was an emphatic bat flap. Bat flap. Bat flap. <laughs> yeah. I also did. Um, I don't know if you remember the Minnesota wide receiver Justin Jefferson. He always does like the dance where he's like he's putting his arms up and down. Right. It's called. It. Funny enough, it's called the gritty. Okay. Gritty didn't create it, but. Okay. Those are those are the celebrations now that I still like. So let's let's hear some of yours. I, I'll say anything CFL. So they are the fun <laughs> league. They you know they're doing depending what's going on. They're rowing boats or they're doing Olympic moves or, yeah. and that's pretty cool, right? And they let them do it. Uh, another one that just kind of came to my mind right away was the Timu Solani when he scored his goal. Like it's not like Timu at all, right? <laughs> he very very subdued kind of guy. I'm surprised he even did that. Yeah, right. Like that was crazy. Um, another one I think what, that I liked was Ovechkin when he was hot, couldn't touch a stick because it was too hot. That uh, was that was pretty funny. Don Cherry got so mad about. I that. know, of course he would, right? <laughs> uh, and to to add, I'll go with the Carolina. What do they call that? Uh, the uh, the storm. Surge. The storm surge. Love that. I wish they do it in the playoffs. I guess it's too serious. They can't they can't have fun in the playoffs. But that would have been cool to see. Uh, they they were just kind of getting general, I think. After a while, they were just doing the clap, yeah, or whatever, rather than actually doing something. I keep forgetting these Yankees Red Sox games. Even a seven inning game takes forever. <laughs> it's just the rivalry. Yeah, was that all? That all your celebrations? Uh, yes, yeah, that's what I got. Um, I wanted to throw in Rafa because every time he celebrates, every time he wins, right. it's always great. Yeah, I did have the Jose Bautista when he hit the home run. That's for sure. Especially because I just love, like, I feel like that's one of those, I have a story with that because I was at the gym for the fifth inning. No, when was the, whenever the Russell Martin thing happened, I was still at the gym. Like I was, this is the thing. I was done working out. I'd already okay. showered. So I was right. standing watching and okay. I was waiting for, so it must've been the sixth or no, wait, it would've been the top of the seventh because Russell Martin threw the ball off since, since Shu two's bat. Right. And that was all the chaos. So in between innings from the gym, it's not that far from home, but right. I sprinted home. Right. Because so you can watch. And then you were you were on like the fourth inning and I was like, okay, oh. I'll just sit and wait. Right. Get uh, some time. Yeah. I'm uh, always behind in time. Yeah, well, you are. It's okay. Uh, the Randy Moss moon when he yes, mooned yeah, the Yeah, I was Bay. thinking that too. Yeah. Yeah, I had that. I had that. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Joe Buck got so mad at him. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, my last one was the Damian Lillard wave. So for the context, the 2019 playoffs, it's 2019, might be 2018, but, uh, Portland's facing Oklahoma city. Damian Lillard's basically at half court 
does a step back in front of Paul George, hits the series-winning shot, and all he does is all his teammates are mobbing him is just waving. He's just waving oh. goodbye to him. <laughs> and then Paul George go, goes on TV and just says, you know what, it was a bad shot, which then everybody made fun of him more. Of Okay, if it's a bad shot, go play defense. Like, go right. be right in his face. Right. But no one's expecting him to hit that shot. Just him, just the picture of him waving Oklahoma City away. And really, once he made that shot... A couple weeks later, they trade Paul George. Or no, did they trade? Yeah, they traded Paul George. They traded Russell Westbrook. So Damian Lillard doing that wave wasn't to Oklahoma in that series. It right. was their franchise that right. he just crumbled. Right, that was it. Um, I was gonna add another one, but I can't remember now. Oh, um, Boston Red Sox, Yastrzemski. Uh, game uh, six. Yeah, pushing. Yeah, pushing the ball, pushing basically, the ball, making sure it's fair. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good non-biased one. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's our next next category? And I'll add one more. Yeah. Um, the the nineteen seventy seven Yankees championship. <laughs> you want to talk about celebration and a little bit of football and mugging and yeah. police with horses? Hey, that was good. Yeah, Reggie Jackson looks like a running to, back. He had to run off the field. Right, oh, he was scared. Oh, he, he was scared. Someone probably would have stabbed him. Yeah. It was scary, right? Like yeah. it's like just would things that just impossible would not happen in today's day and age. Yeah. Was were fans on the field when Joe Carter hit the home run? I don't think so. I don't know. Because I just remember I don't think so. Well, I guess I just remember him jumping around the bases. Right. Just uh, like uh, the Hank Aaron. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> that's what I was thinking of Hank Aaron. Right? They, like, he must have been his... scared, right? I would have been scared as a you know if African American just... in that time, and because they were both Caucasians that just I can ran t- up to you, yeah, exactly. And he was already getting death threats and everything else, right? Like, hmm, that's crazy. Next one, yeah. Um, an athlete team you wish you could have seen live. Uh, see, to me, as soon as because I thought of, I mean, I thought of the questions. There's two that I always thought of. I wanted, I would love to see specifically the uh, the Bulls team that came back after losing. So the '95, '96 Bulls. Okay. When I think that's the year they won 72 two games. games. Would have loved to have seen that team. Right. Uh, this again is very '90s, but also Ken yeah. Griffey Jr. I really wish I could have oh, watched right. him live. Never saw him, man. Eh? Even well, I never never saw Jordan live. Yeah, yeah. Like even I would have been alive, but I would have been two years old when he was on the Bull or on the Wizards. So right. wasn't wasn't really a big NBA person that yet. Um, I'm interested to hear what yours would be. Well, I I have a few. Uh, one obviously is Bobby Clark. Would have loved to seen him live. Mm-hmm. Um, a second one I would have loved to see just even on TV was Bobby Orr. Mm. Um, I I remember Saturday night, nineteen. 77 or 78 sitting down getting ready i'm finally going to watch bobby Orr. he's with the blackhawks at the time but i'm going to watch him and yeah he couldn't play and that was the and he retired of course at the end of that season and that was the end so i never got to see that i can remember yeah right because the flyers of course beat him in the Stanley Cup final in 74 don't really remember <laughs> bobby Orr specifically of course i've seen him now but it's not the same mm-hmm. um and then other than that, like I go back, like the Yankees, like the Babe Ruths, yeah. the Lou Gehrig's, the Murderers Row, Mickey Mantle, right? Um, sorry, I'm forgetting the other guy, uh, married to Marilyn Monroe. 
Oh, DiMaggio. Yeah, Joe DiMaggio. That would be, you know, Yogi Berra. I could go on. Yeah. Really. It just, just take, yeah, take me back to the 20s to the 60s. Just let me watch a little bit of, like, oh, just a half inning. Yeah. That's all I need to watch. That's, like, that's crazy to think when they had their lineup out and it's just like, oh, yeah, there's a Hall of Famer at pretty much every, every spot, if not yeah. every spot. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I'm not sure how the drafting system worked then. Like, I don't know how, but the, yeah, they seemed to, well, they didn't draft, they traded for Babe Ruth, but I mean, they always seem to have that superstar Hall of Fame guy on that team. Yeah. And everyone always forgets, not that he was, I don't think, I think he was, it was definitely after, but I feel like no one ever really talks about Roger Maris after everyone, after his record Again, was broken. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately. Yep. Uh, any other athlete team? Um, No, not really that I can think of live because i was thinking like a wilt chamberlain bill russell game oh yeah that, yeah yeah for sure yeah i was just reading a sports illustrated article because the reporters had such access in 1969 smoking in the rooms with them and stuff and yeah it was russell against uh um the Ch- uh will chamberlain 69 final lakers and celtics ah the classic the classic will chamberlain um I I will stand pat of just I not that I think it was empty stats but I just I don't think I hold them as as high regard because sure he put up ridiculous numbers no oh, one yeah, ever yeah, take for that sure. away for sure he did but he won two championships I was, I was gonna ask you I didn't know if he won any so there you go I know he's won one but I don't know if it's more than that right which is what he win with the Sixers. Uh, so I think he has two. So I okay. think it would be one, with one Lakers. with the Sixers and one with the Lakers. Lakers. Okay, let's. I'll double check that. Again, the Celtics were so good; they just dominated that. I don't know. the The NBA must have. I don't know. They must have not liked that. Like the same teams winning ten years in a row. <laughs> Probably like, not. Right? Like you, you either love or hate the Boston Celtics. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Two time NBA champion, okay. nineteen sixty seven and nineteen seventy two. There you go. So not even so three years after that sixty nine finals, right? Is then he won his second oh, one. Wow. Uh, next category, uh, favorite teams. Ooh, okay, this is I I went on a weird path with this one because usually you can always go. Oh, I love the 08 Red Wings or the 09 Yankees. I picked three teams. One of them makes sense. So one of them was the two thousand eleven Texas Rangers that lost in the World Series. Okay. I just really I really liked that team. Like it just was a. Uh, I don't. Know, I honestly don't really have that many reasons, but I think I could name most guys that were on that team. Right. Uh, the 2017 Nashville Predators, the team that lost in the Stanley Cup Final to Pittsburgh. I just. I really wanted that team to win. PK Subban had just gotten traded there, and weirdly enough, Subban and Shea Weber went through the exact same thing in different years. So they lost to a team that was on the second of their back-to-back Stanley Cup Finals. And there was there's other things that were related, but just that Predators team when they lost to Pittsburgh, I genuinely felt sad because they lost right. in such a heartbreaking way. And my third one makes a lot more sense, but the 2019 Toronto Raptors. It was just it was a team that was so easy to fall in love with, and they make that Marcus Ole trade, and you just you knew they were going for it. And this was kind of it was their all in team that now we're looking two years later. They're definitely not in bad shape, but. They're not at the same level they were for right. those few months. Right. Teams that jumped out to you? Uh, 97 Flyers. I thought they had the er, everything to win the cup, and they ended up getting swept in the final by your Red Wings. <laughs> that was tough. 
Um, the the um, 2007 Sabres. Yep. That's a team I followed. Like it, you know how you f- kind of like a team. Like I like Carolina that year. I liked the Sabres. I I can't believe they didn't win it. I really thought I like it wasn't even close against the Senators in the conference final. They lost in five, I think. But I think a few of them went to overtime. That so, last game definitely went to overtime. I know last one for sure. Yeah. So that kind of surprised me because yeah, they had it all, um, and I think they would have come up a little bit, uh, been been a, a little bit better against the Ducks. Um. The ninety-two to ninety-five Bills, like like they were dominant. Like it just—it's like they had one bad week and they waited till like the first week in February to have their bad game. No, but like, and the thing about them was it wasn't all offense. They dominated defensively as well. Like the games, like I remember Joff would always get mad. You know, we'd be watching the Bills game. Can we watch another game, Rob? It's forty-two to three. <laughs> no, no, I want to watch to the end, right? It's amazing that they were kind of the pioneers of just run and gun offense. Yeah, that it was no yeah. huddle and right. They that just was... they were so offensively in sync that they didn't need to huddle up. Exactly, and their defense was so good it didn't matter if you know they were on the field, you know, for only a couple of minutes at a time because they're or longer because their offense was only on a couple of minutes at a time. What year was the the Frank Reich uh, comeback? Was that before that run? No. Nope. Nope. Like in the middle of them making Super Bowls? Yep. Don't I want to say it was the 93. Uh, yes. I'm going to say 1993. Come back. Oh, yeah, because he did it in college, too. Uh, January 3rd, 1993. There you go. Wow. 32-point deficit. Also, I'm going to I'll say breaking breaking news that's not that broken. Uh, Bears head coach Matt Nagy reiterated that the veteran quarterback will be under center week one. We need to see him, quote, we need to see him in the regular season. Oh, boy. That's great. That's Who are they middle- playing? I wonder if they're going to play the Lions because that will be good because they'll be eating their knees. And <laughs> uh, Also, Dan Campbell cut a guy on his 40th birthday. Oh, that's happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Here's your, here's your papers. Uh, let me see. Week one. The Chicago Bears are playing. Uh, wow, they're playing Sunday night. Wow, the Bears are on a Sunday night game against the Rams. Wow, they already have lines. Rams minus seven. Well, we still got a couple weeks. Be- yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple weeks. I guess. Um, are we on to? I guess no, we got. No, I'm not done yet. Oh, you're not I done. The oh. 2001 Yankees. <laughs> they didn't win it. Yeah. Right, but Coming that was back nine, to back. That was 9-11 coming off of 9-11, and they had um, Derek Jeter. I want to say three, but it was definitely two come-from-behind wins in that series. I think it was three because I think that was back in the 2-3-2 format. So they had lost the first two games. 9-11 happened. They won three games at home, and they were all from behind. They what, came from behind. Wait, were they They weren't in the playoffs, though, were they? It was the World Series. But not in September. No, but I mean, nine eleven had just happened. Oh, I just I think I'm like right? in the middle of the series. Oh no no, but I mean in, it in was still a, yeah it was still huge in, in that moment. So yeah, those three wins they I don't know to me they almost outrank any of the World Series that they won because it wasn't just about baseball. Yeah, it was about the whole well, city city of New York, but really I guess the whole country. Right, I don't know. 
I, I guess it was more the city because you're playing against another American team or whatever. But yeah, it was just it had a different feel to it. Was that anyway. the was that the Jeter when he got the nickname Mister November? Yeah. Uh <laughs> that's a good question. I don't think so. Oh, it might have been because they may they have delayed pushback. Yeah. So that that might have been. Yeah, but. Um, Derek Sanderson Jeter. What an interesting last name. Uh, game four of the 2001 World Series. There you go. All right. Now I'm done. Okay. So we got two more categories, right? Yep. All right. Which one's first? Uh, all time uh, favorite moments. Uh, yeah. Because I was going to do moments that happened recently, but it's kind of hard. Like, how, how are we supposed to, you know, Tampa Bay wins the cup and the Bucks. Like, it's it's all fresh in our minds, so it's not right. as good historically. Right. Uh, the first one I thought of, and it's funny because I talked about the 2011 Texas Rangers, but David Freeze's heroics. There's so many random World Series heroes that we've seen, and right. David Freeze didn't hit one. He hit two major home runs in that World Series and didn't really do much after that, but he'll always be remembered in St. Louis for being the hero of a team that still had Albert Pujols, Yadier Molina, Adam right. Wainwright, probably had Chris Carpenter, like... And who's your hero? David Freeze. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I also had uh, Ovechkin winning the Stanley Cup. It was just, it was a moment where it was cool Vegas had made it that far, right. but I think everybody wanted to see Ovechkin win. Right. And just the pure joy, not even, I mean, everyone talks about Kutrov now. Ovechkin had the best summer ever in that. Yeah, for sure he did. In the fountain and stuff, but. Him, watching him lift the Stanley Cup was one of those like cool moments where it's not a team I cheered for, but it's just a guy that everybody liked and everybody yeah. wanted to see win. For sure, for sure. Don't disagree with you. Uh, who who doesn't love the helmet catch? David Tyree late yeah. late in the Super Bowl. Every, I feel like everyone remembers the catch. No one right. remembers Eli Manning basically getting ripped to the ground and yeah. just kind of keeping his balance somehow. Right. And sure. Foxico Burris made this like the winning catch, but. The helmet catch is why they got to that point. Right. Even I was thinking the Santonio San Holmes Pittsburgh Arizona Super Bowl when he toe taps in the back of the end zone. That was right. a pretty cool moment. Um, my last one is because it's the story that comes with it is 2016 uh, Western Conference Finals Game Six. Uh, Oklahoma City was up three one on Golden State. They were about to put them in the dirt, and right. Clay Thompson just has the. I don't even think the game. I think he had the half of his life, and he just he hit shots from everywhere. I was I had a party. I can admit that now. Actually, I think you guys let me. I had a party here that night, and one of my friends was like, "You know what? I want Oklahoma City to win. Golden State won the championship last year. Who cares?" And I'm like, "I want to see this Warriors team. They're fun. They're good." And Clay Thompson just the highlights don't do it justice. Just in the flow of the game, he right. like is turning around, hitting. 35 40 foot shots right so i love everything's going in yeah i love those moments let's let's hear what you got all right um uh, usa winning gold in 80 i remember hugging graham at the time it was like a huge moment and then not realizing it till i don't know 15 years later or whatever that it was tape delayed yeah you know we weren't watching that live it almost kind of took something away actually it doesn't really because that's how i watch all my sports really <laughs> so nothing's live for me always uh, on tape delay yeah that's right um i gotta go with uh, a couple of canada cup moments uh first one was 84 
semifinals. Canada is playing Russia. Russia's coming down on a two-on-one. Paul Coffey, of all people, the least defensive defenseman you'll find out there, breaks it up, turns it around, goes the other way, and then uh, John uh, Tonelli ends up tipping in a, I think it was a Mike Bossy shot, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, might have been a Paul Coffey shot, actually, uh, to score and to knock out Russia in overtime. And then the 87, of course, the Gretzky Lemieux is... Who's the who's the third guy on that line? Because everyone always uh, forgets who it was. Dale Howardchuck. Dale Howardchuck, who, uh, like, did... And Larry Murphy was also the... Actually, I don't know why, but was he's Was he up, the third guy? He's the third guy. Yeah, he's the Howard, wide open. Howardchuck, didn't he win the face-off? Or... Uh, Howardchuck did not win the face-off. But it he threw a... Gretzky? But Howard Chuck threw like he interfered with someone. That's why the play absolutely. Happened. That's why it ha- absolutely he hooked. He hooked uh, the guy at around the blue line or center ice to give enough space for Gretzky and Lemieux to have their special moment. Yeah, and it's funny because back in those times, again, you have affiliations with those guys playing for certain teams. So now you're rooting. You know, how come Messier wasn't on the ice, right? Howard Chuck was on. Eiserman didn't even make the team, right? Because between Joff, myself, and Frankie, we all had our favorite players. Yeah. Um, and then plus you go by teams as well, yeah. right? Which was the big problem with the 84 team originally. They had mostly Edmonton and Islander t- players on that team. And boy, oh boy, they had trouble. They struggled early. <laughs> I was going to say, by 84, they had played, what, three Stanley Cup finals against each other? Uh, they played, yeah, 82. Yeah, that's uh, or maybe two, two, eighty-four. Oh, they only had played the one, I guess. No, eighty-three. I think was their fourth one, and they beat Edmonton. Eighty-three and eighty-four. Yeah, they had played two. Wow, that's that's kind of that's such a weird thing to think of because not that would never happen now. If you make a Team Canada team right now, right. It's like, oh, two of these guys are teammates. Besides that, everyone's from different teams. Teams, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um. Again, I, I the the Flyers in Russia that whole game just yeah sticks out in my mind. Again, an exhibition game, right? Same thing with um, like the best game I think I ever watched was uh, Montreal and uh, Russia, New Year's Eve, nineteen seventy five. That that was uh, that was pretty special to watch that. Just nothing specific, and again, the game meant nothing. But you wouldn't know it. Like I just remember everybody in front of the TV watching it. Right? It was just a an important moment, and nobody won <laughs> either. Right? <laughs> Ended in a tie. Wow! Didn't okay. feel like that, but yeah. That's all I got. All right. Uh, so our last category is athletes, right? Yep. So I did I did a few all time, and I did a few right now. My my right now. And it does kind of hurt to say it, but I love watching Alvin Kamara with the Saints. Like, he's just such a fun player. Right. Like, wearing those fun Christmas Day cleats, and he scores five touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, Kale McCarr, because how can someone that young already be that good of an all-around player right. with the Avalanche? Uh, this one is the one where I'm just – it's the most basic answer I have, but how how do people not want to turn on the TV and watch Shohei Otani play baseball? Like I know he's in LA, so the time, the time, like it's not always the best time they're on TV, but he's just such a special talent. And then, I guess I kind of just did four for the major sports, but Luka Doncic. I have the Raptors scheduled. The 
Uh, Mavericks are going to town. I think it's October 25th. I always try to get tickets. It never really works, but right. I, I would love to see him play live because he just – I don't know what he does with the basketball, but it's it's something I've never seen before. So those are my those are my current favorite athletes. All right. I'm going to go I, – I really like Barkley for the Giants. Yeah. Hopefully he can come back fully from that uh, knee surgery or whatever he had. Uh, McKinnon, so kind of going with the yeah, just this guy's crazy, right? He's just when he's out there, it's the stick handling he does is just and speed is beyond anything. And uh, of course, Connor McDavid too uh, would be in that same category. And then I kind of went off the beaten path. I went with the no one in general, but just a decathloner. Yeah, right. You have to. It's not you're not special. You're not Otani. Otani, you're you're doing two. Yeah, right. This, these guys have to do 10. 10 different ten events. 10 different events and be good at it. Yeah. It just, I don't, I can't believe there's not a league for it. It just, I, you know, I feel so sad for these athletes because what do they have? The Olympics. They every got four every, years. And even if they have world championships, it's not something that people really pay attention no. to. Yeah. Unfortunately. Uh, some of my all time, this is the one that, is going to catch you off guard, but my favorite wide receiver I've ever watched, I'm going to be biased here. It's not Julio Jones. It's Roddy oh, White. Really? I loved Roddy White. And that was one of the reasons when him and Julio Jones were together, I just, I loved those Falcons teams. Um, NBA, I just, I couldn't choose between Kobe and Steve Nash because they did very different things, but yeah. they both just dominated in their own way. Like Steve Nash is this little six foot Canadian point guard that, had had the chance to win a championship right a couple times and then yep. when they when they played together i'm like oh this is gonna be awesome steve nash is hurt kobe's getting older at that point it was that was a disappointing team but them too especially because they competed against each other for so long right i enjoyed watching them play each other uh and then the one that will probably surprise no one but it's my favorite athlete ever steve eiserman right fair enough captain forever yep. and now he's gonna he's gonna lead them back to mediocrity that's right <laughs> uh so your all-time all-time favorite athletes um uh, wow that i'd i'd have to go with wayne gretzky and be not go off the board at all just at the time you know you i don't know at the time he was awesome so it wasn't like I ever hated the guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was just that dominant that it you know, it was fun to watch. Or even when he was beating up my teams in the finals cuz he cost uh, cost us two championships, so but yeah, that I would because what did he also do? He expanded hockey everywhere. Yeah. Right? Going to LA was like the biggest move that he ever had. For sure. Absolutely. And he and again an ambassador for hockey and still is, right? I don't know what he's doing now. Is he still with Edmonton or he left there, didn't he? I uh, left Edmonton. He's doing okay. uh Oh, right, he's ESPN now. One of them. Or uh yeah, one of those. I think he's TNT so cuz I think Messi is ESPN. I don't know. He's kind of dry, yeah. so we'll have to see. He's not very I don't know if he's not interesting. He's just again, I miss Brian Burke. <laughs> We just haven't we haven't gotten we get to a see hope his... Pittsburgh has a bad season and <laughs> gets him fired. fired so he can go back to TV. Uh, we love you, Brian. Any any more athletes or is just Wayne Gretzky no. just that one? Yeah, yeah. I don't I I don't really have yeah one 
that I can think of in particular that, you know, pops up, you know, above all. Because there's lots of athletes that, especially now, I think, yeah. influence the world more than just their sport, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so before we go, we still have your, your bad, good, and great, which I don't know if you're going to stick to it, but I know one of your bads, until they change their name, yep. it's going to be the Washington that, football team. That's right. Team. It's my first one on here. Yeah. Washington, don't call me anything but a football team because we're nothing else. Please. It took the Edmonton Elks hardly any time. I know they didn't play for a year, but at least they came up with a new nickname right away. Yeah. The Cleveland Indians, we can still call them that, have a new nickname. They, ch- they changed their name mid-season. So, come on. Let's go. And I, actually, I like Red Hawks. That was a good, good – keep everything the same. You don't have to change anything then. Yeah. Just the Washington Red Hawks. I like it. Yeah. Put some and, until the Hawks get a little upset, then but we've got. I'm sure we got some time. Yeah, in our in our lifetime, we can keep that the same. <laughs> um, number two, number I got three for this one. Sorry, but number two is it Nadal. I I think that's it. He might not play tennis again. Hmm. He just withdrew from the U.S. Open, and you know, it's sad because him and Federer won't be there. Djokovic must be licking his chops, thinking. How many I can win championships now? These guys are gone, right? Unless these young kids are ready now. Since it passes close, maybe this is his time. We'll have to see. So one one of the well, we Zverev and uh, team team they were in the final last year, right? So we'll see. Uh, and then my third, and this one I'm going to keep on here as well. Please, Blue Jay fans, stop the wave. You know when they did it last night in the ninth inning. Two, two on, nobody out. This is not the time to do the wave. I don't want to be paying attention in the crowd to when I got to stand up. I'm watching the game. Do it in the first inning. Get yeah. it over with, yeah. like the Yankees do with their um, the chants. The, with, yeah, chanting their players and you know recognizing that's pretty cool. Yeah, I, lo- I don't know how long they've done that. I'll have to research that because it's not always been there. That's that's been like a '90s thing. I almost want to say that's pretty cool though, because yeah. then you're getting it out of the way. Yeah. So yeah, do the wave. Do the wave in the first. Not at the I, most I, crucial part of the yeah, game. Yeah, I'm watching it. Yeah, I don't want a guy booing me because I'm not standing up to it. I'm watching to see if it's a swing or a strike or, right? There's yeah. more important things going on than, oh, I missed it. <laughs> and it also hasn't worked. Like, it doesn't, no, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Well, it does sometimes, but yeah. It, and that's why, because people are watching the game or doing other stuff, right? Yeah. Now you have people that aren't watching the game and doing other stuff. All right. So that's that was a lot for um for bad, eh? I usually just keep it to one because it's that's why I changed it from bad, good, and great instead of the good, bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, I good. I'm gonna put. I didn't watch any sports up at the cottage. Is that a good thing? I, yeah, it's I a bit of a detox, it, I guess. It, yeah, it was a break. The is kind of how I looked at it. So now I feel recharged and ready to watch. I got four Yankee games to watch here to get caught up. So. On the second game of the doubleheader, and we're we're charging now. Um, and then my great, I'm going to say, we got to play golf twice in a week, yeah. which I don't know if we've ever done that before. No, most, and most and we never played any better than we did. Uh, nine holes, both of us really, yeah. and you beat me by three strokes. Yeah, I did, I wasn't even keeping track of that. No, I right? I didn't really care. I was just honestly, it was nice. It was just yeah, nice it was to be fun. Out there. 
I'm gonna I'll throw in another great that uh Canada comes back from two nothing down in their first world championship yes. game. Yeah, for sure against Finland who I tell you it's not just the States and Canada anymore. I don't know if there's a fourth team. I'm not sure if uh, Russia or Sweden are up to uh, the task yet. Sweden is not in this tournament. Oh, okay. So they got rele- definitely not relegated. To, okay. So I thought they were up and coming. So maybe it's Russia then. But it's definitely a three-team race. I really, th- I still think Finland are the gold medal from last year or two years ago. Uh, yeah, two Whatever, years ago. Two year, yeah, they got ripped off. Like I'm, 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 I'm a neutral. I'm not cheering for either. Well, I kind of don't want the Americans to win, but they really shouldn't have, right? Yeah. I, yeah, that was cheesy. <laughs> but that uh, that's a fourth for my bad. But that was in the past. So. <laughs> okay, well. We'll be uh, be back, I guess, Tuesday probably. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, we'll be back next time, though, but we'll still talk about the Blue Jay fans doing the wave and the Washington football team. The start of the next 100 episodes. <laughs> That's true. Uh, besides that, oh, wait, do you have any? That was your last no, thing, right? Yeah, that All was right. it. Yep. All right, and besides that, we'll see you next time.